0: So these behaviors of her hesitating of her being afraid, being timid, making lots of mistakes in the world those are all behaviors and behaviors are always a window to something that it, deeper that's going on and it's also revealing a lack of skill that she has in that area. And now this could be physical skill, right? But, you know, maybe she needs to improve technically on something, but that's what physical training and physical practice is for. But likely it also is revealing just a skill that she does not have, which is to overcome mistakes. And so when we get, you know, angry or frustrated with her inability to come back from mistakes and see mistakes as good and, you know, all these things that we want, but we haven't actually taught her the skill to do these things, it's not our place to be frustrated about that. Right, And as hard as it is to watch, we also have to look at ourselves and be like, oh man, I actually haven't given her the skill to know how to overcome this. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne. And one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, Resilience and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Hey moms, welcome back to the Elite Competitor Podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode because we're going to talk about doing something different. We're not going to keep doing the same things and getting the same results that we don't want to be getting with our daughters when we're trying to help them believe in themselves and overcome mistakes. So we're actually going to talk about a method to helping your daughter believe in herself, come back from mistakes, these things that you want to see in her. And if you're like most moms in our community, likely things that you have tried aren't really gaining much traction, All right? So if that sounds like you, you're in the right spot. Because also, this is what I hear from moms a lot they're saying things like, I can't tell you how many conversations we've had at the dinner table or in that car ride home where I'm trying to convince her you're good enough. You have the skills. They picked you for a reason. You belong on this team. It's like, we're just trying to get her to believe that she is good enough because she is. Or how about this? I want my daughter to stop comparing herself, stop caring what other people think so much. And it's just heartbreaking to watch her be so hard on herself out there right or you just want her to play with confidence like shake off those mistakes not have to be perfect all the time and have fun even if there's you know teammate drama or a less than ideal coach that is what you want for her and you know In the the normal evolution of her, her sport and what she's experiencing, you know, she's not always going to have that experience. She is going to make mistakes. She's going to feel like she has to be perfect. She cares what other people are thinking. She is going to feel not good enough, but without our daughters having the skills to navigate these things, they're going to stay stuck. And as her mom, you just want to do everything you can to help. And in that process, I often see moms making some really common mistakes, right? They're going to Google. They're Googling, like, how do I help my daughter be more confident? How do I help her overcome mistakes? And you just come up with, like, so much random stuff. And you're like, I don't know. Maybe this will work. Maybe that'll work. And then she doesn't really want to hear it from you, right? Or you're just kind of thinking, yeah, all right, she's experiencing this. She's going through that, but... Once we get on this next team, it'll be different. Or when she gets to play with, for this coach, it'll be different. Once she makes varsity, then she'll feel more confident. When that's really backwards because the further your daughter gets along in her sport and the higher she goes, the more that's going to be expected of her, not less. Like the more confidence she's going to need. She's going to need that base in order for her to level up or just rely on her coach to provide these things. And then you're just left like feeling frustrated and bitter and kind of resentful because you're like, why isn't her coach teaching her these things when her coach is like, I have no idea. I want her to do these things too. I don't know how to help her come, overcome mistakes because... Most coaches are not taught how to teach the mental side of the game, unfortunately. We're working on that in our program. We're creating programs for coaches too, but, you know, it's just not common. And so we can't rely on your daughter's coach to do this for her. And so, you know, that is why I created a method to help athletes with this part of the game. It's also what I use to coach my volleyball team, this unsuspecting team that I had last season all the way to state champions and it's also what i use with hundreds of moms and athletes in our programs so i'm going to talk about what this method is and i'm actually going to do kind of a deep dive into one part of the method that one of the most important parts that leads to belief in your daughter's belief in herself and we're going to talk about you know what that includes and what you can be doing to help your daughter hone in this part of the method okay let's get into it. So the method is called the unstoppable athlete method, and there are three parts to it. And they're kind of, it's all self-reinforcing. So when one part of the method improves and, and increases, the other parts do too, which leads the athlete to be more and more confident. So the first part is overcoming mistakes. This is how your athlete responds to adversity, how she navigates mistakes, failures, and things like that. You know, does she beat herself up after a bunch of mistakes? Do mistakes spiral and and lead to her sitting on the bench? Or is she able to move through them? The second part is around releasing the pressure. So a lot of athletes put pressure on themselves. They obviously feel the unnormal amount of pressure from playing their sport and the expectations of coaches and teammates and parents and all of that. But then some athletes put like extra pressure on top of that. And if they don't already know how to manage that first layer of pressure that's happening, they're definitely not going to be able to manage the pressure that they're adding in from their own thoughts. So we talk about, you know, that's really important for our athletes to be able to release and manage that pressure and change their relationship with pressure. And then the third part of the method is flipping The negative mindset. And our brains have a negativity bias. We are, you know, we're more likely, and, you know, it's an evolutionary response and it's biological in us to focus more on the negative. But if our athletes don't have the skill to be aware of this brain's, you know, response to situations and they don't have the skills to shift their thoughts to more productive thinking, then they're going to be trapped with this negative mindset and positive results can't come from a negative mind. And so that is the third part of this method. And what I want to go over today, because it is directly linked to your daughter's belief in herself and her confidence is the first part of this method, which is overcoming mistakes. So let's dive into this. If your athlete identifies with any of these things, or you see this in your athlete, she hesitates when she's out there. So either she plays really well in practice, and then when she gets out into a game, she's hesitating because she doesn't want to make a mistake. She would rather just play it safe than to play all out and potentially fail or make mistakes and let people down. That's a key indicator that she does not have a good way to navigate mistakes. Or if you see your athlete mess up out there, and then she's afraid to try again, I mean, obviously this is very normal. Like if we were going to go out and play our daughter's sport and we made mistakes, we would likely be a little like, you know, I don't know, not really wanting to like put ourselves in that situation again. That's why like sports as a side note are hard. Like we're asking our daughters to go out there in front of like potentially hundreds and thousands of people and make mistakes and just be like, it's all right. You know, just keep making them. And you know, it's, that's hard. Like I'm, I played at a high level and even now I'm like yeah that would be tough (laughs) and so but if she does constantly mess up and then or she messes up and then she constantly is just like not trying again right she's like backing off she's you know passing the ball away she's becoming a different version of herself out there that's another indication that she needs more support in this area and then if one mistake just turns into many more so maybe she's like okay, well, I'm going to go for it again. But now I'm making like another mistake and another mistake and another mistake. And then she's just like in the spiral and she can't snap out of it. And then she ends up on the bench. That's another indication that she does not have this skill. And you know, our daughter's behaviors out there. So these behaviors of her hesitating, of her being afraid, being timid, making lots of mistakes in the world, those are all behaviors. And behaviors are always a window to something deeper that's going on. And it's also revealing a lack of skill that she has in that area. And now this could be physical skill, right? But, you know, maybe she needs to improve technically on something. But that's what physical training and physical practice is for. But likely it also is revealing just a skill that she does not have, which is to overcome mistakes. And so when we get, you know, angry or frustrated with her inability to come back from mistakes and see mistakes as good and, you know, all these things that we want, but we haven't actually taught her the skill to do these things. (laughs) It's not our place to be frustrated about that, right? And as hard as it is to watch, we also have to look at ourselves and be like, oh man, I actually haven't given her the skill to know how to overcome this, right? Because her behavior and what you're seeing on the outside is always an indication of what's going on on the inside, all right? So that's kind of a side note, but you know, most athletes, when they're in these situations, you know, they, they kind of just are hoping that their physical training that they have done up until that point is going to be good enough for them to not make mistakes. So most athletes, and these are just like average athletes, you know, the ones that are not maybe honing in on their mental skills, they just kind of believe that they're either on or off. And I, I hear athletes talk about this, you know, they're like, well, I was on or I was off. And it's like you know what? You actually get to choose if you're on or you're off. But when these athletes are talking about it, it's like they're, you know, disconnecting from it. It's like something else, you know, some external circumstance or some thing caused me to be on and something caused me to be off. And so they're kind of at the mercy of this mindset of like, I'm either on or off. And without realizing that like they actually are in control, they can decide that they're going to be on And they, because they know how to overcome mistakes, they know how to perform, like they know how to prepare for what they're about to do. They visualize, they, you know, they have these routines in place that can kind of safeguard them from being like way off all the time. And so, but most athletes don't know that, right? Most athletes who aren't, in this work doing doing this work working on their mental game they just are like well you know it was the crowd was too big or the crowd was too small or this team wasn't very good or this team was way too good or this coach said this and it's like oh man they're just at the mercy of like whatever is going on around them And so as moms, we see this. And as moms, we try and help by like giving her pointers, reassuring her. We're telling her like, you know, it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. And like, just remember to keep your elbow high. Remember to hustle back on defense. Like we're trying to help, right? We see her out there struggling. We see her not being able to come back from mistakes. And we're like, all right, my job is to fix it. My job is to, you know, get in there and help her when, it's this actually doesn't work. You already know this. <laughs> but I'll tell you why it doesn't work. And that's because of brain science. And I'm just gonna touch on this a little bit because I think it's important to the conversation, but When our athletes are competing at their best, they're in what we call flow state. I'm sure you've heard this. They're in the zone. And when they're in the zone, they've gotten to a place where they're actually not thinking too much, right? They're like time is passing, but they're not really aware of that. They're just like in this really awesome place of they're just letting their body do what their body does. And there's actually a lot of neurotransmitters that are that are causing this to happen. So there's like epinephrine that is coursing through her in a, in a good way. There's dopamine, there's serotonin. Like there's really great things that are happening to allow her to play in this zone and in the flow. And that's where we want our daughters to be when they're competing. And here's the other thing about... brains. Our brain's number one job is to protect us. It's our, it's number one job is to keep us safe. So when your daughter is out there knowing this about her brain, right? We we know this about her brain. When she makes a mistake, this is what's happening. All of a sudden she is thrown into this state where she is not safe, right? I'm not, not talking like not physically safe. She's not physiologically or psychologically safe so now she has this fear of not being liked she has a fear of not or of letting her teammates down her coaches down letting you down she has a fear of getting pulled or benched a fear of looking dumb like she's now is like pulled into all of this you know negative and fearful thinking and so now her brain is like whoa 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 you are not safe here like you're not you're not psychologically safe And when our brain then gives that signal, her amygdala then kicks in her sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight response. So when the fight or flight response happens, now she is just totally flooded with adrenaline, like, you know, more than what would be appropriate to keep her in the zone. And when our body is flooded with all that adrenaline, we start, our body starts to respond, right? So now she's having this shallow breathing She's having a lot of like scattered thoughts and behaviors. And when she's in this state, this fight or flight state, that's when more mistakes follow, right? So now she's like making more mistakes. She's making silly mistakes, mistakes that she wouldn't normally make. She's then hesitating and making more mistakes because she is dysregulated. Her nervous system is dysregulated. And in that moment, Nothing that you, her coach, or her teammates say is going to help her bounce back after a mistake like she is, you know, similar to a toddler having a tantrum. When a toddler is having a tantrum, there's nothing you can logically say in that moment to get the toddler to be like, "Oh, yes, you're right. This is like, you know, I should just snap out of it. I should just go on with my day right now." No, we have to just let them go through it. But here's the the good news. The good news is that We can actually train your daughter's brain and body to bounce back from mistakes. This is possible, but it has to be learned and practiced ahead of time. Has to be learned and practiced ahead of time. It cannot be taught in the moment. And so these skills have to be front loaded so that when your athlete goes into these situations knowing that she likely will make a mistake because it's sports and that's what happens, now she knows how to respond, and so there are five things that are essential to helping your daughter respond to these mistakes appropriately. So I'm going to go over each, five, or each of the five. The first one is a mindset shift. That's the first thing that needs to happen. And, you know, average athletes, they just kind of think that like mistakes are bad. Mistakes are, you know, a threat to what they're doing and they want to avoid them at all costs. Whereas confident elite athletes have shifted their mindset to see mistakes as necessary for their growth. And so that's a mindset shift that first needs to happen outside of the sport, right? We can't just like tell her as she's spiraling out there, hey, mistakes are okay. Or, you know, or even like directly afterwards in that car ride home, like mistakes are good. You know, like this has to be a shift that she makes outside of that moment to view mistakes differently. So that's number one. Number two is she has to have some situational planning, right? So average athletes, they just try and practice physically a lot and then hope that they go out there and they're good, okay? Whereas elite athletes do that, but then they also have pre-visualized responses to mistakes. So situational planning means that they're preparing physically, but they're also preparing mentally for those situations. They know what situations trigger them. They know what situations potentially they're going to get a little bit caught up in, they know, they know them and they plan ahead of time. They actually visualize their response to these mistakes. And when athletes visualize, when we all visualize and um, we're preparing our body and mind for that situation, right? So she's got to have that mindset shift. She also has to have some situational planning. Number three, notice the signal. So like I said, when our athletes start to become dysregulated in those moments, they can feel it in their bodies. So they go from being in this flow state where they're not thinking very much, they're feeling really good, they're playing great, and then a shift happens, and they start to notice a change in their body, whether that be their breathing or they're they're now way, way more you know thinking cognitively. Average athletes like are just kind of hijacked by this; they have no awareness. They go they just go straight to the fight or flight, and they spiral. But confident athletes who work on their mind, they know this sensation, and they're able to act quickly. So they know like okay, here ooh, I'm getting pulled out of flow state. Right, and they don't like you know need to say those exact words, but they feel the sensation in their body, and so then they know that they can respond quickly, right? And we'll talk about how they can respond. So number one was mindset shift, two situational planning, three noticing the signal, fourth is breath work. So average athletes are like you know, they're just lucky to be breathing out there. <laughs> they're like, whoa, I'm here. I'm alive. What more do you want? But confident athletes who worked on their mindset utilize one of the most, you know, key and essential parts of their training, which is breath work. And so they use habitual and intentional breathing to engage their parasympathetic nervous system. So Athletes who know how to breathe properly and intentionally in those moments can actually activate their parasympathetic nervous system in that moment, which is the rest and digest, which is the one that will calm them down and get them back into flow state. And so these athletes notice the signal and then they use their breath to regulate so that they can get back into flow state. All right, number five is having a snap back routine. That's what we call the routine the, like a mistake, a response to mistakes in the elite competitor program. But average athletes like they just kind of move from one mistake to the next, and it's just like multiple mistakes that happen. Whereas confident athletes who are very aware in this area and are working on their mind, they have a specific practiced routine to help regulate their nervous system in that moment. And that includes some sort of breath work in that routine. And it's a very quick routine. So the all, you know, all athletes, whether you, you know, athletes are playing sports that have, you know, breaks between rallies, like in volleyball or in swimming, whereas like they don't have a break, they just, they, they're going or basketball, you know, they have a routine that is so fast and so effective that they can just get back into flow state right away. So that is what has to be learned and practiced, so that our athletes can overcome mistakes and remember, the ability to overcome mistakes and your daughter's confidence in her ability to overcome mistakes are part of what leads to her belief in herself. Because athletes who go into a competition really are like, man, I'm so nervous because if I make a mistake, I have no idea how to come back from it. Those athletes aren't very confident. But athletes who go into competition thinking like, hey, you know, like I don't need to fear making mistakes or failures because I have a specific routine to overcome them, right? They've done these five things. They've first had the mindset shift of, you know, how they view mistakes. They've done the situational planning. They visualize these situations ahead of time. They notice a signal on their body when they make a mistake. They have the ability to use their breath to regulate their nervous system. And they have a specific routine. We call ours the snapback routine. So remember confidence doesn't come from never making mistakes, right? If you're an athlete, if your daughter's an athlete, she's gonna make mistakes. Confidence comes from knowing how to handle them. And the athlete that can move through mistakes fastest has the greatest competitive advantage and also is the one that has the most fun because she can just get back into flow state and keep going. So, All right, mom. So to recap, we're doing things differently, right? Like we're not just going to keep going to Google. We're not going to keep like just hoping that her daughter teaches the mental side of the game. We're not going to just hope she picks it up with time. No, we're going to use a method to helping your daughter believe in herself and, Remember that method, the unstoppable athlete method, there's three parts to it, overcoming mistakes, releasing the pressure, flipping the negative mindset. We just went over the first part, overcoming mistakes. Now, I go into the rest of the method in our free training for sports moms. So if you haven't already checked that out, make sure you do that. That's at trainhergame.com. And like I said, free training, it's about 45 minutes long. I go over this entire method and talk about how you can strengthen her mental game so that she starts believing in herself as much as you do. All right, moms, I hope this was helpful. Enjoy the rest of your day and remember that your daughter's mental game is her biggest strength.